Are you ready to launch? Yes. Let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Hi, Amy. Hi, Haley. Amy, today we are going to talk about building your network as an attorney. Building a strong network is such an important skill for every attorney. It can help you build your practice, expand your client base, and better serve your clients. In our prior episode about networking, which was episode 16, we touched on how networking is a give and take, not just take. So let's start with how you build a network based on a reciprocal relationship. One of the easiest ways for attorneys to start building their network is to meet other attorneys in other practice areas that may be good reciprocal referral sources. Most attorneys are not jack-of-all-trades general practitioners. For example, I may have a client that comes to see me for their estate planning needs, but also needs to speak with an attorney about a bankruptcy concern. Being able to provide my client with a trusted referral not only helps me to better serve my client, but also strengthens my network with other attorneys. It does not matter what area of law you practice in, family, friends, friends of friends, people at the grocery store that see the law school sweatshirt you are wearing, current or past clients, someone will inevitably ask you about their legal problem. Having a network of attorneys that you can refer someone to is very helpful. Chances are that when someone asks you for a referral, you are going to want to help the person who is asking you about their issue. Sometimes the most helpful thing you can do is refer that person to someone who actually practices in that area at issue. A few months ago, I had a close friend of mine call me in the middle of a workday in a panic over a situation. Now, when I tell you that I knew nothing about this area of law, I mean nothing. But I care about this person, and quite frankly, I felt honored that they would look to me in their time of need, and I really wanted to help. So I reached out to my network, and I was able to find them a very good attorney who does exactly what they need within the hour. This is also a way to begin to build a reciprocal relationship with your network. If you are referring cases or clients to someone, they are more likely to refer a case in your specialty to you. I've found that sometimes prior clients will reach out to me specifically to ask if I can recommend an attorney in an area of law beyond my scope of practice. I'm happy to make a referral to an attorney that I've worked with in the past that I have a collegial relationship with and can vouch for their standard of work. And I think that's the big difference. I let my client know if I'm referring them to an attorney that I've worked with in the past or that I've referred clients to in the past. And these relationships do not have to be strictly limited to attorneys. Think about your area of law and who you interact with on a regular basis. Many of them may not be attorneys. Absolutely. 
In addition to building a strong network of other attorneys that you can refer work to and from, there are often other professionals that you can build a relationship with. For example, real estate attorneys often work with the same title company and may refer business to certain home inspectors or mortgage brokers because they can vouch for their work. As an estate planning attorney, I often work with financial advisors and accountants and can refer my clients to these professionals that I trust. I've found that the relationships I've built with other professionals are more than just referral exchanges. It's having someone that I can confer with and reach out to if I have a client that may need their assistance or if I need a quick question answered to better direct my client with how to proceed. Your network is a valuable resource, not just for you, but for your clients as well. But let's get back to the beginning a little bit. Where do you meet these professionals to begin building the relationship? For example, real estate attorneys often work with the same title company and may refer business to certain home inspectors or mortgage brokers. As an estate planning attorney, I often work with financial advisors and accountants and can refer my clients to these professionals that I trust. I found that the relationships I've built with other professionals are more than just referral exchanges. It's also having someone that I can confer with and reach out to if I have a client that may need their assistance or if I need a quick question answered to better direct my client with how to proceed. Your network is a valuable resource, not just for you, but for your clients as well. Now, let's get back to the beginning a little bit. Where do you meet these professionals to begin building the relationship? For me, some attorneys are people that I have known long before they went to law school. Some attorneys are classmates from law school. Some professionals have been introduced to me through mutual contacts and because they are competent, honest, and treat their clients the way I would treat mine, I have the confidence to refer work to them over and over. Earlier in my career as an attorney, I met several other professionals through professional networking groups. I'm sure there are a bunch, but the two biggest ones in my area are national organizations, BNI and LATIP, which then have local chapters. The general concept is that you join the group in your specific business category, like real estate agent, accountant, or estate planning attorney and then meet weekly with other professionals in your local chapter to exchange business leads and network. Your specific success will vary greatly based on the makeup of your local group and the way you market yourself. The group I was a part of was fantastic. The only pitfall for me was that the early breakfast meeting became too difficult schedule-wise after my first daughter was born. However, I still keep in touch with many of the past and present members of the group, and we still refer work to one another. What about you, Haley? Where have you met the professionals in your network? Well, I am part of a great group that I've actually mentioned before on the podcast. This is one of my Peloton groups, and there is a subgroup of lawyer moms who have all connected because of Peloton. And this is an amazing group. We have a huge network of support and go to the group for all sorts of advice from fitness, food, fashion, and then definitely attorney referrals. Haley, how have you taken your very specific Peloton group and utilized it as your network? These are women from all around the country. And I have a quick example 
of one way that I've used the group. So I have a friend from college who is a psychologist in another state. She needed some legal advice from a business attorney and reached out to me. Now, I couldn't help her directly, but I was able to get her a number of referrals in her state from my group. I think this is such an overlooked area of networking, particularly for attorneys. Local networking is great and vital, of course, but having a network that is nationwide can provide a different opportunity for referrals as well. Formal networking groups have a lot of value, but you also have to remember you don't have to confine your networking to these groups only. I really enjoy making connections with people with similar interests, and for me, have found this to be a particularly effective way of making connections that last. A combination of informal and formal networking groups can really offer a balance to how you spend your time while networking. What I do think these formal networking groups really get right is that networking is about building a professional relationship with someone to feel confident in referring work to them. For me, because these were people that I met with weekly for years, I felt comfortable with their standard of work and making a referral to them. My clients are too important for me to make a referral that I can't trust. Within a more formal networking situation, do you find that people expect a referral for referral type of relationship? This is something that I think is a common misconception. As we've mentioned, networking is about relationships, not tit for tat. People that expect you to reciprocate referrals one for one are seeking more of a transactional referral relationship than a strong networking relationship. Just as one example, I've met insurance agents in the past that have flat out said that they expected that if they referred an estate planning client to me, I would refer a client in need of insurance to them within a certain time frame. That's not something I can or will guarantee. This was an introduction that never developed into a networking relationship. I will say that generally, I find this expectation of one-for-one referrals to be much less common among attorneys. Amy, that's a really interesting take. And if you think about it, the monetary value of what you can refer can really vary greatly. Absolutely. And this is true among attorneys as well as other professionals. But for example, if I refer a major PI case to another attorney and they've referred me to estate plans, who has referred more work or more valuable business? This sounds like a very complicated math problem. What if I turn those two estate plan referrals into four more referrals because those clients refer me to their families? How do I value that initial referral? The math just gets more complicated, Haley. But in truth, I don't focus on the monetary value of referrals. I focus on the relationships within my network. Strong reciprocal networking relationships will bring you a consistent source of referrals into your firm. That's really the key that bears repeating. Keeping the relationship at the forefront of your network is what will bring success for both you and your network. So Amy, that brings us to our Say It Out Loud segment for this week. Now, listeners, Amy and I have been working on something that we're both really excited about, and quite frankly, it's all we can think about. So for this week, our Say It Out Loud is together. 
So Amy, why don't you tell everyone what we are going to say out loud this week? This week, we are so excited and really looking forward to our upcoming sponsorship at ACLIA, which for those of you who may not know, is the Association for Continuing Legal Education. Lawyers Who Launch is attending its first virtual conference, and this is going to be an opportunity for us to network in a whole new way. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast, give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram, and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com, for more on building your network on our blog. Have a great day. 